Welcome to the family with Mask, Master, Ralph W. Basham, MD. And Andy Brampernard. We'll be right back kick things off. Kristen Bird up next with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Uh oh, the eye of the tiger. <laughs> 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 When I think Eye of the Tiger, I think of Kristen Burt. That's all I know. <laughs> Kristen Burt getting her Martha Graham Kung Fu on. Oh! <laughs> What's up, sister? Oh, you know, week nine. Here we are. <laughs> week nine. Oh, my God. You know, I, I, would, I was totally honest on the air this morning. When I, when I did the morning show, I said, finally, last night, in the middle of the night, it hit me. I am so bored with this. I don't know how much longer I can do it. I really don't. I'm feeling fine. You like to shelter in place anyway. Yeah, it's sure your do. life. Yeah, he's not alone. This is the he's... greatest time of my life. And he loves to shelter in place. I'm miserable. I like to get out and stir the pot. Well, we've been doing stuff. We just dug about 200 feet of trench yesterday. Yeah. So 200 feet? Uh, yeah. Oh, tough guy. Yeah, it took a while. You know, the world needs ditch diggers too, eh? <laughs> That's exactly right. The world needs digits too. So, Kristen, what's up on your end? Um, I think the big news today in terms of Hollywood or just the entertainment industry in general is that Broadway is officially closed through Labor Day, through September 6th. That is brutal. And I honestly, I do not know. Most of those shows that were playing when the shutdown began will not be playing come fall. There's just no way they're going to be able to reopen. Thank God I never have to see uh, what the hell is that one everybody loved? Lincoln? <laughs> Cats? <laughs> Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Thank oh, God I never man. have to see Hamilton. Wait, wait, wait. Funny you should say that. <laughs> no! Because, wait a minute. Uh, Hamilton probably will reopen. It's probably one of the few shows that has major cash reserves. But uh, Hamilton, um, 
was filmed for the big screen with the original cast, and it was supposed to be released in 2021, and Disney has decided to release it on Disney Plus on July 3rd, so everyone can watch it in time for the 4th of July. Of this year, July 3rd? Of this year, Really? Yes. Are they indicating to us that the movie theater business is just about wrapping up? Well, here's the other interesting thing, is that Disney has doubled down on the Mulan... Um, summer release, which is July 24th. They are saying it is going to play in theaters who knows where, just depending on, you know, certain states may not have theaters open, but any state that has uh, movie theaters open, they will be able to move on on the big screen. i got to be honest with you. I love going to the movies and, and when and if they do. First of all, if they reopen, I hope they do because I love to go to the movies with Catherine. But I'm telling you, uh, it's going to be Tommy Copper when we get back in the theaters. You will not be on your phone, and you will not be talking during the movie. Otherwise, I will bring out my flamethrower. I'm not putting <laughs> up with it anymore. I am not putting up with people's rudeness anymore. I'm. I've had it. Yeah, and more importantly, you know, you, you can't you can't allow, you can't trust people to be off their phone. You can't trust people to uh, not talk out loud and things like that. Yeah. But you also cannot trust them not to be coughing without a you know coughing hacking up uh, the stuff. So, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would go because you just can't trust people in those situations. Yeah. Well, they should be sitting near you. I think that's going to be the other thing. They're going to have to figure out a way to sell tickets. Like, okay, we have a family of four. Now we need to find six feet of seats, not sell those, and then put the next party in. But but the thing is, if I'm in the same room and someone's coughing. Man, there you know it is yeah. thirty, forty feet before you are safe, and that those droplets they can they can be suspended, yeah. and they fly around, and that virus if it's in there is gonna be alive when it goes in your nose. I know. There you go. There you go. Who doesn't have a little crawlies in their nose anyway? Yeah, What's well, not the difference? This, you don't want this crawly right now. Come on, who cares? You're not gonna live forever. I know. Well, that's true. It is unbelievable. I uh, I highly doubt that if you got COVID nineteen, it would kill you. Yeah, well, there's no way. I were well, yeah, but they got, but there's people that, you know, thirty year olds that. Oof, they're I know. Look at Nick Cordero. Are you following that story? He's um, a Broadway actor, and he got it so bad he lost his leg from it. He got amputated yeah. because he had yep. blood clots. He had many strokes. I mean, he's gone through it. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh. Yeah, I did see that story. It's not a good-looking deal, ladies 41. and gentlemen. 41. Does he have underlying conditions? He must. He did not have any pre-existing conditions. I don't, I don't know if I believe well, that. we got to see that medical record. You know, Did he have some <clears throat> history of smoking? Some history? I'd like to see that. And, and did he show up with some asthma thing? Or did he have past histories? Those, so many stuff. That's what they say. Oh, no past history. Oh, it's a terrible tragedy. But yeah, blood clots and strokes from a respiratory illness with no underlying conditions. Oh, he was just he was just to believe. He was just incapacitated. They didn't, you know, they they tried to treat him with the uh, heparin and whatnot, but uh, he developed that secondary to just being, you know, not moving. Yeah. I tell you, it's a it's a dream come true, isn't it? I don't think there's anything about it. 2020 is a dream come true. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's so much to do. Let me tell you how interesting my life is now. I had a really hard laugh today at listening to Seals try to sing a Seal song. You know Seal, the singer that was married to Heidi Klum? Yeah. There are actual Seals a guy recorded, and he put the sounds together to make it sound like the Seals are singing. 
Honest to God, Andy, if you could find it, it is hilarious. <clears throat> Seals singing. What's the name of the Seal song, his biggest hit? Uh, hit from a Rose. Yes, that's exactly the song. What's the name of it? What from a Rose? Kiss from a Rose. Kiss from a Rose, yes. And he's got Seals singing Kiss from a Rose. And there's what my life is now. My hardest laugh of the last month is at Seals singing a Seal song. <laughs> what the hell happened to my life? I, all I do is take cat photos every day. I am like a cat photographer. My oh, cats, God. Like, they see me coming at them with an iPhone and they run to the other room because they know, like, oh, I'm just taking their photos. <laughs> exactly. I think I might have found it. Yvonne, okay, you want to hear Seal singing Kiss from a Rose by Seal? Yes. Love it. All right, let's see if this is the right one. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is that one seal goes, baby. How great. See, now, you guys are laughing right along with me, so I feel better now. I, but this is where we're at. This is where we're <laughs> at. <It's nine. laughs> the seal singing are the most entertaining things of our day. Mm-hmm. That's really great. Yep. Oh, well, what are you going to do? I thought it was very, I just, I, I love guys when they do, they, they record stuff and they put it together to make it sound like they're singing. Yeah. But, you know, you do, in your mind, you just picture those seals all on the beach somewhere trying to sing a, <laughs> sing the song, Kiss from a Rose. I, I picture them, like, in San Francisco, you know, how they're all, like, on the yeah. Like, yeah. sea lions, but, you know, that's what I still picture. <laughs> yeah, closing. I, I, I don't know what the hell. It's just a bunch of noise, but in my life today, I found it very funny, <laughs> which is a little sad, don't you think? <laughs> I think we're all a little sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think we are all a little sad. I, I, I've been seeking out some of the comedians on uh, on YouTube mm-hmm. or on Netflix or Amazon, and you know some of the people that are known names just oh, oh, fall flat. Like Ray Romano, he did one. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I got through about five minutes. Oh, it's not mm. very funny. And then uh, Ferguson, what's his fir- first name? Craig. Craig Ferguson. Craig, Craig Ferguson. He has some. Well, he's riding around in a motorhome, and he does he inserts things of his stand-up, and not not so funny. Just no. people are just not funny get... anymore, and a lot of that has it's to do with they, they're not allowed to be funny anymore. Yeah. You uh, can't joke around uh, a joke about skin color or sex or orientation or native uh, origin. Uh, you can't make fun of anything yeah. anymore. Yeah. Oh, you hurt my feelings! Yeah. Oh, for God's sake, Mike Bur- Mike Burbiglia. Burbiglia, yeah. Burbiglia. Yep. He, he, we, we watched one of his, he, was, he did a very good job. Now he, his style is he it's a, it can be serious and then it's funny and he, right. and he, he really works, back, works that back and forth very well. And he, he mentioned, he said, well, the thing that I've always said, comedy uh, is the last free bastion, of, you know, last bastion of free speech. Right. And he also said you have to be so careful because you, you, you just are walking on pins and needles. You are. Now, because you could just say yeah. the wrong thing, you ruin your career. No doubt about it. It will. Ru- no they will ruin your life if they don't like something you said. It, it's amazing to me, and yeah. we got to talk more about that in the second segment. 
the fact that people are so willing to destroy someone's life to make a political point. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt, still laughing at the seals singing Seal. <laughs> we'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, perfect? <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Runaway train something, something, something. Is that this song? Have you ever seen the rain? Oh, have you ever seen the rain? That's what basically that is. the same song. Yes, yeah, basically the same song. That's true. Kristen Burt with us, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen, i got to tell you something. Andy and Melissa came over on uh, Saturday night. We sat down and watched the Music Box and Way Out West, Laurel and Hardy. Oh, going classic. 85 years later, it's still very funny. It, That's good to hear. I love it when movies hold up. Oh, God. That, those two together, those two together were incredibly funny, and it holds up 85 years later. Very, very cool. Yeah. We loved it. No question. What's your name? Mary. Mary who? Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Something as simple as that makes you laugh. Or maybe it's just you think it is, Andy, that we're just sheltered in place so we're laughing at anything. I don't know. I mean, there's a reason we're they laughing. were so popular. They were very popular. Never made up. any money, though. Hal Roach took all the money. And they, but they both had great physical humor, so it's part of the... Yeah, they acted with their faces, and you know they, they really did a good job that way. So that adds to it. But Kristen, I got to repeat this. We talked about it yesterday in the podcast, but I got to say this again today: that Andy made the call when they tried to hoist Oliver Hardy up on the second floor balcony of a place. Uh, they tied a rope around his waist and then tied the other end of the rope around the horn on a saddle on a donkey, and then Stan got on the donkey. And as he was pulling away, got they got Ollie about halfway up, 
And Stan got off the donkey, and Andy goes, if he gets off the donkey, I guarantee you that donkey's going to fly through the air. And he did. In other words, Oliver Hardy weighed more than a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) And the amazing thing, to close that out, we watched Music Box. By today's standards, Oliver Hardy would not be overweight. No. Not even close. Oh, isn't that funny? It's always like when they when they talk about Marilyn Monroe. Oh, she was so curvy. I'm like, she was normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. By modern standards, not curvy. No, you're absolutely yeah. right about that. Okay, there was a, a disagreement on the morning show this morning, so Kristen Bird, I have to turn to you. Okay. What did... What's her name? Clickby Jenner? What's her name? Clem Kardashian? What? Well, which one? That family. What, what are they? Armenian? Kardashian? Kardashian. Kardashian. There you go. Okay. The, the, main, the main one. Mm. The one that was banging everybody in sight. Kim Kardashian? Kim Kardashian. Boy, you guessed that right away when I said banging everybody in sight. <laughs> I thought well, you were talking yes, about the matron, but please. I figured the sex tape was what you were referring to. Ray, Ray J, to is Probably. that his name? Ray J? Ray J. Ray J, yes, Brandy's brother, yes. Wait, as in, like, you can call me Ray or you can call me Jay? Yes. Or you doesn't have to call me Johnson? <laughs> Probably not that Ray <laughs> Probably J. not that Ray J. No, not that Ray. Not that, no. I was thinking of a different one, maybe. But what did they put in her ass to make it so big? Silicone? And that, yeah, it's just a button plant. So, Doc. Well, yeah, that's, I don't know. You know, the, the, oh, the, all that stuff. You know, you can inject the fat. That's one in 3,000 people die from that. So you can put the buttocks implants in, but then there's a 5% chance of gram-negative infection, which gram-negative yeah. infection is like the worst. You die from those. What? So I don't know, you know, I don't know what she's. I mean, I, any I surgery has the, right. that risk. Yeah. That's but right. so but, it's but like, that's but that in particular. If you're willing to really do bad. something, yeah. If you're willing to do something so trivial, for, you know, even if it's a one in a thousand, even if it's a one in a hundred thousand chance, is it really worth it? It, it depends on the on the stakes. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I her whole face is remade. I mean, her whole face and body. If you yeah. go back and look at her 15 years ago, do side by side photos. You'll see them on Google. It's, it's amazing how mm. different she looks. And yeah, and it was she, she's pulling a Michael Jackson. Yeah. Mm. Michael Although I think um, probably better surgery, um, yeah, I think. a little bit more. Yeah, I mean it looks. I don't want to say natural because if you look at her old face, you go, "Oh, she was really pretty already." Uh, but she hasn't gone to the extremes yet that Michael Jackson did. Yeah, and no, yeah, that was a, that was a his his situation was a huge tragedy. He was a good man. I I see his picture when he was younger. He was a good-looking oh. guy. He was. Look at the off-the-wall album cover. He's so handsome yep. on that, um, like, leaning up against the wall. I used to love, that was my favorite album, too, Off the Wall. It was a great album. Yeah. But that was all about Daddy beating the piss out of him on a daily basis, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah, his and father he, beat him up constantly. Fun. And you've got to imagine that, obviously, and this kind of tale is all this time, that, that the sort of cycle of sexual abuse, too, has got to be there in his history as well yes i agree i agree i don't know there's a very very sad story the guy was a a supreme talent no doubt about it i've i never talked to him or met him myself but um he was supposed to be on the morning show one time that he canceled at the last minute so we had the chucker call a guy in chicago named michael jackson just got his name (laughs) out of the phone book interviewed michael jackson that day anyway (laughs) so it all worked and he goes so michael when did you realize you were such a great singer? And the guy goes, 
I'd tell you I was a great singer. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's hilarious. It is a very, very funny bit. And Michael Jackson was a very nice man. As That's what everybody I've, tells I've, me. I've heard that from you know from uh-huh. more than one person. He was a very gracious, nice person just to interact with. Just to, like he was buying an antique or some such thing. Right. Nice person. Except for the one time when they said, they caught him saying, and it's recorded, and you can find it everywhere, the Jews do it on purpose. <laughs> Remember, he wanted like $7 million. You need to send me $7 million. You need to send it to me today. I don't have any money. The Jews do it on purpose. <laughs> like, what? Hmm. Really, Michael? That's the route we're going to take, is it? That's so. <clears throat> yeah, he was... Like- uh, Louis Farrakhan got in his ear. Yeah, Louis Farrakhan, he's a real decent human being, isn't he? God, you want to talk about a Jew hater. Yeah. I know. Louis Farrakhan, that was his. Is, is, he, is it true that he's the one who killed Malcolm X? Because that's the rumor. Oh, that Louis Farrakhan. We'll never know. That probably will never know. Well, so, Malcolm X had gone, uh, had gone sane. He had gone sane and was going to, going to go conservative. Yeah, he, he sort was. Sort of like Chris Rock. And <clears throat> he was, just, yep. uh, or, or Dave Chappelle. Dave I think they're both yep. sort of conservative thinkers, or middle-of-the-road thinkers. I shouldn't say they're conservatives, yep, but they're middle-of-the-road thinkers. And, man, no, that's not, I was not going to fly in that group. Yeah, Malcolm X had totally changed his view of everything. And, uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll see as time goes by if anybody realizes, if anybody takes that to heart. So, Kristen, we've been watching a lot of television, obviously, because you can't go to the movies. Right. So we've been watching what are you watching? We're watching a lot of people pro- are watching old shows. What's that? A lot of people are watching old shows, kind of catching up on things that they haven't had the opportunity. It's exactly to see. what I'm doing. Exactly what I'm doing. As a matter of fact, I've never seen NYPD Blue or Hill Street Blues. Oh, oh Hill Street Blues is a classic. Yeah, I got to do it because I was working nights in radio when that was on. So I had no chance to ever watch it because I was working when it was on television. Oh, Catherine thought the show started at noon today, apparently. Was she busy tweeting? She's been tweeting up a storm. Oh, Catherine's been tweeting up a storm, has she? Really? Is that so? Did you get your hair cut? No. I was going to say, why did you get a haircut? I didn't. I did not get my hair cut. Quarantine for a haircut. You ought to see my hair, Kristen. Honest to God, I look like I'm psychotic. <laughs> I do. I look photo. insane. Will someone please post it on social media? Oh, God. I don't think I can do it. It's just, it's Einstein. It's worse than Einstein. I washed my hair, and this, this shampoo I use does a really great job of cleaning your hair. My hair puffed up to the size of a beach ball for Grace. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. Laugh it up, Catherine. You had a little uh, Arctic fox up there. Yeah, <laughs> the Arctic fox. You had to start going through doors sideways with that big fro of yours, teased all Yeah, up. that's exactly right. That's exactly it. So, yeah, we've been watching Prodigal Son. I've been watching, uh, we, we've been watching Mr. In Between, which is an Australian show. It's really good. I'm going to start watching Hill Street Blues and NYPD Blue because I've never seen either one of those shows because I was working. And, um, oh, I'm watching, I'm re-watching. I watched every episode, but I'm re-watching Flashpoint. Flashpoint is the Canadian cop drama mm-hmm. from, like... What, what made you decide to re-watch it? I always, because I re shows all the time. So what is the, you know, the criteria, the Tom criteria for watching a show again? What I really love about it is is they make the police very human. 
You know, they like in the very first episode, Hugh Dillon, who plays one of the lead characters, is a sniper, a cop, and he has to shoot a guy. And the last half of the show is all about how he deals with the fact that he had to kill somebody, which cops do all the time, but nobody ever thinks about that. Yeah. You know, they, they have to deal with that all the time. They do a really good job of humanizing police officers, which I really, really like. We'll take a break. Be right back. More with Kristen Burt. And Catherine showed up finally. Hello. We'll be back. <laughs> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Are done. We're back. Kristen Burt, Catherine Brandt, KB, and KB are both here. The team. Yeah. The KB team. Maybe we is can here. be a squad. Yes, you can be your own squad. We have to find a few more KBs and be a squad. I know a KB, and she's an, a two time Emmy winner. We can invite her to our squad. Absolutely. I'm up Kate for it. Kate Blanchett. <laughs> I. Catherine Burns. She Catherine Burns. Oh, I love her. She's great. She can yeah. be in our squad. Mm. Yeah, she's a good squad member. She would keep it light and funny and totally irreverent. I the like that. The KB squad. That's all I need. Watch out, world. So all I need is the KB squad <laughs> in my life. Um, what have you been watching, Chris? Have you been watching anything, like re-watching things? I am starting, or I just started, I'm at, at the beginning of season two, Ballers, which is an HBO series with The Rock. Right. And basically, it is Entourage meets Sex in the City, but it's sports in Miami. Oh. <laughs> That's what I've realized. Um, it's very, um, it's also, it's sex produced by Mark Wahlberg, who of course did Entourage, and it feels like that very, like, you know... Light, fluffy, lots of naked people, good-looking people, lots of money, pretty settings, lots of people with money. Yeah, it's, it's light and fluffy. It's good for a pandemic. I will never forget. It's like forgive. your hair. Yes, it's like my hair, light and fluffy. <laughs> light and fluffy. That's exactly. Tom's hair, the light and fluffy look. I will never forgive Mark Wahlberg for introducing Jeremy Piven to the world. Oh. What do you we're mean? What an asshole. What do you mean, Mark Wahlberg? He was in he was in Entourage. Oh, uh, he was famous before then, wasn't he? Was he? Uh-huh. Yeah, he was big in eighties and nineties romantic comedies because he was best friends with John Cusack. They grew up together in Chicago, and he was always like oh. funny to John Cusack in all of like the teen romance movies. The biggest prick I've ever met in my life. Which one? Jeremy Piven. <laughs> oh. oh, oh God, he's a jerk. Statement. He started barking at me once I'm interviewing him, and he had somebody with him. 
So I thought it would be the polite thing to look across the table, and I start talking to the other guy. And he says to me on the air, what are you talking to him for? You're supposed to be talking to me. Mm. It's like, oh, Jeremy, really? You're going to tell me how I should do my job after being in business for 50 years? Okay, whatever. Now, he's a a typical two-foot-tall candy ass. My friend briefly dated uh, Jeremy Pevin, and she was like, what do you think? And I was like, when you start having problems, I don't want to hear any of it. (laughs) Like, it's all right there on Google if you want to know how your dating life is going to turn out with him. So, (laughs) Is that what happened? Um, yeah, I mean, he pretty much, you know, was like, once he got what he wanted, he was like, on to the next person, so. True to form, yeah. huh? True to yeah. form. Boy, he's yeah. done. He's gone. I haven't seen his name mentioned at all in the last year or so. And what did he do? Sexual he did, harassment. But, but yeah. yeah, but I mean, what, I don't remember the incident that there put him several, over the top. There was it, several, Wasn't apparently. it like a gay guy at a bar or something? No, was that, that was, what's his name? That was the other guy that that he's a victim too, by the way. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he's is a weird. Oh, this... Kevin Spacey and his weird YouTube videos. What the heck? I know. What is wrong with him? Is that guy mentally ill? Uh, he must be. I think so. and, and we shouldn't make fun of that because if he is mentally ill, that's really sad. No, yeah. I think we should make fun of it because I'm here to have fun, sister. <laughs> <laughs> At anybody's expense. <laughs> At anyone's expense. Oh, Let me just but say that. But Kevin Spacey did some pretty horrible things. So yeah, yeah he did. He absolutely did, yeah. and so did apparently did Jeremy Piven. But Bless yeah, I don't you. understand that whole whole deal. Why you want to act like that? You've gotten lucky because no matter how talented you are, you still have to get lucky yep. to make it big in Hollywood. Yeah, or lucky. Well, it's, either it, that or sleep with the right people. Well, it's, it's a bit. Uh, you know, we I there was this. Uh, what's it? There's a series on. I don't know what's Amazon or Netflix. Uh, Hollywood. And uh, we w- try to watch. I watched the first episode, and I go, "Oh, this is like really salacious, nasty." Really? Okay. Yeah. And Lindsay's still watching it. And I, I took I took in about five minutes of an episode. She's watching. It's just this just terribly salacious uh, heterosexuality, homosexuality, just on and on. The drug is on and on and on. I go, and it's just all casting couch. Oh, you want that part? Well, here's what you got to do, sweetheart. Well, I don't oh, think that's yeah. too far Mister. from the truth, especially at a certain period of time. In yeah. Oh, it still goes on. Yes. still goes on. It hasn't changed. Yeah, right. it still goes on. It goes on in a, in a different form, I think. You know, it, it things morphed slightly. Uh, but people still try and get away with it. But that, uh, that Hollywood series is on Netflix. It's Ryan Murphy's show. Um, Ryan Murphy has a huge deal with Netflix. This is one, his first show with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Kristen, I have to ask you a question. In your job as an interviewer of celebrities. Do you get hit on all the time by those guys? Sometimes you do. Um, and, I mean, I just sort of, if it's done in a fun, playful way, I don't care, because I'm like, oh, it makes the interview funny and interesting. Yeah. If it's done when the cameras are off and in a gross way, I'm, I'm, I've always said this, I'm a big boundaries girl. I'm so not interested. I'm happily married. Even if I was single, I'd be happily single. I, it's just not something I'm interested in. But I, I realize that I am kind of um, outside the norm because I've had many friends who are reporters saying, oh, how many of your people who you've interviewed, how many have you gone on a date with or slept with? And I'm like, zero. <laughs> I'm like, literally, I'm like, zero. And they're like, really? Wow, that's so interesting. But again, I'm a boundaries person, so I guess... I'm the, one of the few people in Hollywood who has a boundary for human well, race. 
the, keeping it professional, you'll have a much longer career because you you know if you yeah. keep on sleeping with the wrong people, and then when you don't call yeah. somebody back, then all of a sudden you don't have a career. Not a good idea. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. yeah it, it, I, I just don't want awkward situations. And, of course, yeah, the more powerful person is always going to win. It's not going to be me. <clears throat> no, it's very true. Yeah. Do they find that to be very unusual that you're like that? I think people who know me very well completely expect that out of me. Yeah. But people that uh, maybe I just only know on a work situation, you know, more and more acquaintances, I think they're like, really? You've never, never once. I'm like, no, I never even went on, like, a coffee date thinking I, but it's just something that I've never been interested in I like I like to leave work at work and home at home and I've been like that whether I'm working you know it, whether I was working a job through college or whether I was you know in my profession yeah that makes total sense you know what I actually knew your answer before you even gave it to us because <laughs> yeah. I've known you long enough now that I it's just not who you are at all no mm -mm. So, I've yeah. always been, I, I like having strong boundaries, I'll tell you that much. It, it's very helpful through life, especially when you encounter really um, twisted people. You're like, okay, no, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? Catherine and Alex are very much like that as well. Yes. You know, Melissa's like that. Yeah. So, well. yeah, everybody isn't always out on the hunt or prowl. No, that's exactly right. Hard to believe, right. though. And Lindsay's far too good for oh. Ralph, but we won't even bring that's that right. up. You, know, you, you talk about not, oh, she's way too good for me. <laughs> she's one of the reasons I'm why not I'm worthy. late today. I'm not worthy. <laughs> she's one of the reasons you're late today. You were on the phone with Lindsay. A little bit, a little bit. There's a oh, shot. There we go. Oopsie. There's trouble right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what on the are phone we cooking with your up wife. now? Yeah, what are you cooking up now? Nothing. I could see that. I know nothing. Just the way it happens. <laughs> You know, one thing I got to, I, I, it's funny because I, I asked a bunch of gay men this. The, uh, a bunch of the, gay men? Yes. <laughs> no, Were I they did. walking down the street? They spent some afternoon down at the Eagles. I want, to know, I want to know the, the reason for this. I have never been hit on by a gay man. You haven't? Never. Is that unusual, do you think? Because, I mean, I if you're gay, you're going to hit on men. I think it depends men. on where you are. I mean, I, there's There's a body I, a body language or there are signals that That's what I was gay told. guys do send out. And what and what that is, I don't, I'll never understand. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not gay. You know, in a heterosexual person, it's just hard to understand those things. And just like, you know, I, you know, I don't know that, you know, when you, there's certain, you know, a lesbian woman will send out those same kinds of signals, so it's kind of uh, it quiets uh, the heterosexual man to approach yeah. her. Yeah. Well, you know what I was told by one of the gay men on the KQ Morning Show? What did he say? He said, Tom, you've got a resting bitch face. No one's <laughs> ever going to hit on you. A gay, a gay guy will never hit on you. It's never going to happen. She goes, that's great that you have RBF. My brother has a definite RBF. He's got RBF, too. There's no Majorly. question about that. So what we found out is we have the the chaste Kristen, Catherine, <laughs> Melissa, <laughs> Lindsay, <laughs> Alex, all of them. Kristen Burt leading the pack with no, there's no way I'm taking no off the shorts. Panky. I like Don't it. Don't even try. Kristen, that hour went by in about two seconds. You're the best in the business. Thank you. We will talk Thank to you, you soon. Look forward to week 10 quarantine life. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, 
Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with hour two.